Welcome to another edition of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. It is Thursday, one day closer to the weekend, and we finally have hockey back. The Lightning are back in action tonight as they play the Vegas Golden Knights. We got a lot to talk about today on today's show. Uh, we got some more Blake Coleman talk. We're going to talk about some of the injuries that are plaguing the Lightning right now. We're going to go talk about, about the Vegas game tonight as well. Uh, we're going to do a little scouting report. I'm going to tell you which players to uh, look out for. And I'm going to give you a prediction. So, But first off, as I discussed on the last show, and if you haven't listened to that yet, please go back and listen to that. That's episode three. Locker and Lightning. Uh, we're going to talk about the Boston Bruins just a little bit just because, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it. But like I said on the last show, um, since they're in such a tight race in the division, I'm going to keep updating you guys on any changes that might happen in the standings. So last night, Boston played uh, Edmonton last night and they won two to one. So that puts them up three more points in the division. So. Like I said uh, on po- um, past shows that, you know, you do want to root for teams that are playing against the Bruins. Uh, you know, it, it can be frustrating at times because obviously, you know, those, those Boston is, a, is one of the best teams in the league. So, of course, you're not always going to get the outcome you get. All, all the Lightning could do and all Lightning fans could worry about is how the Lightning are playing. As long as the Lightning continue to win games and continue to play well and rack up points, then that's all you have to worry about. You shouldn't you shouldn't worry about anything other than that. Um, so moving on, Blake Coleman practiced with the team the other day. He he arrived in Vegas uh, late Wednesday night. Uh, he was placed on the third line with Tyler Johnson and Yanni Gord. So that'll be interesting to see how those how that combo plays together in the game if Coach Cooper decides to keep them all together. Uh, I say that because Coleman and Gord play a similar style of game. And, you know, having Coleman on the left and Gord on the right wing, that would be interesting to see those two guys flying down the ice, playing both sty- uh, playing those similar styles and how maybe they could improve the, the offense. Or maybe the, those styles of play could cause some difficulty but we won't know until um, these guys sync up because, you know, it will take some time for Coleman to get the hang of things, obviously, um, and to build up that chemistry with his new teammates. Uh, the good thing is that Coach Cooper came out after practice yesterday and said that it won't take that long for Coleman to to sync up with the team just because the style of play that Jersey played, his last team, New, the New Jersey Devils, New Jersey plays as well as Tampa plays, are, aren't that different so that that's a good sign and um good news to hear from the coach and for those of you who may have missed uh my ca- last couple of episodes because coleman was traded to the team on sunday night so there was a couple episodes between then of course since this is a daily podcast i was going to kind of go back and just talk about what the kind of player you're going to expect for, for blake coleman to be going forward uh he is a two-way player that takes a lot of shots um, so far through this season, through 57 games. He has 20, 21 goals. Uh, he's a very good defensive player as well, physical, physical type player. And that's the kind of player that I said. If if you listened to the Locked On NHL channel, they did a preview of the trade deadline, which is Friday. And a lot of the hosts from all the other shows, as well as myself, came on. And we spoke about what 
our respective teams need. And I came out and said that the Lightning do need both of the size in their bottom six, and they went out and did that. I mean, Blake Coleman isn't a big guy, but he is a very physical player, and that's something that they definitely need. Uh, this year, he has 166 hits, and he's blocked 40 shots. So that's good. You know, as, as, as long as he stays healthy, you know, you never want to see a guy play physical like that and get hurt. Uh, but it, that does happen. It's the nature of the game. But we're not going to worry about that right now just because, you know, he hasn't even played a game for the Lightning yet. But he will be pl- he will be playing tonight, so that will be good to see, see how he adjusts to his first game with the team. And uh, he will be wearing uh, number 20, so just keep a lookout for number 20 flying up and down the ice tonight. So I think there will be uh, a couple of games where he'll just – it'll be a – a couple of games just for him to feel out his teammates and just the nature of how things go on in the style of play that this team plays. But I think once he gets that first goal out of the way, I think he'll be fine. He'll be more comfortable. So I think it'll just take a couple of practices and games for him to get back in the room because they did say coming into this practice that he did. He hasn't skated for about four or five days. He hasn't played since um, February 14th. So obviously he has some rust that he needs to shake off, but I'm not worried about it. Maybe if he gets off to a slow start with the team, we could maybe dive into that in future episodes. So moving on to the injury update. Uh, Braden Coburn skated with the team yesterday in practice. Uh, He should be able to return to the lineup tonight after missing the Avs game uh, with a lower body injury. Jan Ruda also missed some time with a lower body injury. And uh, Coach Cooper said that he was still considered week to week as well as Ryan McDonough, who was also considered week to week with a lower body injury. So the guys are a little banged up, but it's always a good sign to hear when they, they've been skating or practicing with the team. Uh, maybe if Braden Comer doesn't return to the lineup tonight, I don't think it's a big deal just because, you know, you're down in the 22-game the, the stretch now where you really don't want to rush guys back from injury, and you just want to have a complete healthy team once the playoffs roll around. So moving on to Vegas, obviously the guys had two two days off where they definitely needed the rest. And, you know, on these West Coast trips, it can take a toll on teams that are that are traveling from the other side of the country just because, you know, the time difference and just, you know, being stuck on a plane for X amount of hours, depending on where you're going to, it does take a toll on them. So, but this is the second meetup of the season for them. They played a couple of weeks back uh, on February 4th, and that was the first, this is that that was the first of two meetings this season where uh, Tampa won 4-2, and that was the fourth win in the current 11-game win streak. Braden Point is riding a, a three-game streak against the, the Vegas Golden Knights in which he scored a goal in each of those games. Vegas is the only NHL team Nikita Kucherov has yet to score against, so hopefully uh, he puts one in the back of the net tonight and kind of gets out of that mini funk. I don't think he's thinking about it. I don't even think he probably even knows that that's the only team he's not scored against, but you never know with these guys. There's some athletes out there that know exactly off the top of their head what their stats are against each team. And then there's some guys that just don't care. They just go out there and play the game that they know how to play. So I would love to see him score tonight just because that is a pretty cool stat to have on your resume for a career where you've scored against every team in the NHL. I mean, I'm sure there's a long list of guys that have done that throughout the history of the league, but you know maybe if he does score tonight, maybe I'll try and put together a list of how many players have done that in the in the history of the league. But we'll see one one step at a time. 
So, of course, going into this game, the Lightning look to tack onto their current win streak. And here's some tidbits about the win streak that I've put together. Uh, the 11 game win streak is the longest streak in the NHL this season and is tied for the 17th longest all time. Well, the magic number for the longest win streak in NHL history is 17, and that was set by the 1992-93 Pittsburgh Penguins en route to winning the President's Trophy that year. Uh, the Tampa, Tampa Bay Lightning have won six straight game, uh, road games, and with another win tonight, that will tie a franchise record of seven. And, you know, I think winning games on the road is probably one of the most important things you can do in the National Hockey League, just because, especially for a team that is looking to make a cup run, just because I think in any professional sport, to, to go on the road into a building that you're not familiar with and to go against a, a hostile fan base, that the fact that they're on a win streak right now and that they they don't seem relatively phased by playing on the road, no matter who they're playing against, that that's really a good sign going forward. So the current road win streak is also the longest active win streak in the NHL, and it ties the longest win streak in, on the road. And I believe the other team to have won as many games on the road this year, I believe, was the New York Islanders. I could be wrong. But, um, yeah, it like I said just, just a few moments ago, that it, it is definitely a good sign. And, like, as I said in past episodes, all these games now, you know, it's, I think it's a foregone conclusion that the Lightning are going to make the playoffs barring some catastrophic meltdown, but I don't think that's going to happen, obviously. Uh, this team is too good for that to happen. But, yeah, the, all these games going forward are just tune-up games to get them get them ready for the playoffs. So, the Lightning this year are 10-0 with perfect record versus the Pacific Division, and they're also on a 13-game win streak versus the Pacific, dating back to last season. So, they definitely have no problem traveling over to the West Coast and taking care of business over there. And, you know, Vegas is a good team. They do rank third in the Pacific right now, but I think they're they're not even in the same weight class as the Lightning. So, and that's just my biased opinion right now. But I, I think that's just, other than Flurry in net, I don't think any other player stacks up to any other player on the Lightning for Vegas. But even Flurry, who I think he's, he's kind of on the tail end of his career, I think you know, he still is a good goaltender where he could make some pretty fantastic saves and give the Lightning a hard time in the crease. So moving on to the scouting report for the Vegas Golden Knights. Like I said, they're currently third in the Pacific Division with a record of 31-22-8 and and with a total of 70 points. They're tied 11th in goals forced with 189, and they are ranked 17th in goals allowed with 183. So they, they really do give up as many goals as they score, so that could work in the Lightning's favor. They're currently riding a three-game win streak. Uh, the last game, their last game out, they, they won 3-2 against the Washington Capitals. And if you haven't been following the trade news the last couple of days, they did acquire Alec Martinez from the Los Angeles Kings. And some of you might remember him scoring that, that cup-winning goal uh, against the Rangers in the, in the finals a couple of years back to give the Kings their second cup. So, players to look out for tonight, uh, Max Pacioretty, definitely, uh, three goals and one assist in his, in his last three games. Uh, he has a total of 27 goals and 56 points total. Uh, he's probably going to hit the 30-goal mark for the, for the first time since the 2016-27 season with Montreal. Now, uh, Pacioretty uh, has had somewhat of a career resurgence since coming to Vegas, so... 
he's definitely the guy that you that the, the Lightning definitely do want to keep an eye out for on the ice. Uh, I think in my last episode, I also mentioned Mark Stone as well. He's also playing pretty well. But I wouldn't be too worried about those guys just because if you've been watching the last couple of games, uh, Lightning has been playing absolutely incredible defense. Whenever they've been struggling to put the puck in the back of the net, they they always compensate for it by playing shutdown defense. Um, the one game I always go back to as a reference is that Penguin game for a couple, for from a couple of weeks ago, where teams were going back and forth, playing a very physical, intense game. And like I've said to other people, is that they it's it, it felt like a playoff game for them. And it was definitely one of those test games where I think looking back on it at the end of the season um, and in the playoffs, the the Lightning will look at that as kind of a, a benchmark game as to where the season really took off for them. Um, I would love to hear from you guys to think of uh, what you think of all of this, uh, what you think, what, what game really stood out to you guys over the course of the season. Um, if you think the Lightning haven't hit their peak yet, uh, tweet out to us at LO underscore lightning or shoot us an email at lockedonlightning at gmail.com. My prediction for the Vegas game is two to one. Um, just because I'm I'm hope, hope I'm banking on that Andre Vasilevsky and Mark Andre Fleury will both be in that that tonight. Um, if they're not, then that would be interesting as to the reasons why. Either of them are seeing this one out, especially Vasilevsky, where the light, uh, Lightning had two days off. You know, I can't imagine that Coach Cooper would want to sit him out and give McElhenney another game. No offense to Curtis. I think he played very well in his last game, especially since he had that scary moment, I, I believe, in the second period where he, he got ran over. It wasn't intentional, of course. Um, it was just, um, I can't remember who the player on the abs was, but uh, he was he was skating towards the net. He was just trying to put the puck on net, and he um just he got I guess his blades got caught up or he lost his edge or whatever the case may be, and ran to McElhenney, and McElhenney almost did kind of like a cartwheel in midair. It was kind of a scary moment, but good thing that he wasn't seriously hurt on the on the play, you know, because that would that would definitely be unfortunate for the Lightning, especially at this point in the season, to lose a backup and have to play scramble. Uh, to try and figure out who else would back up the big cat when he needs the days off. And my players to watch for on the Lightning, um, I think uh, the one guy, definitely look out for him to maybe make an, a, a big impact on the game really early is definitely my guy right now. One of my favorite Lightning players so far right now is uh, Alex Kalorn. He's been playing absolutely incredible. Like I said on the last episode, and if you haven't listened, please go back and listen. Um as I will try to make all these episodes tie in together. Um, Alf Korn has been having a career season. He scored his 23rd goal of the season, and he'll definitely probably hit the 30-goal mark by the end of the season. So, and he he's just absolutely, I, I, I don't know what else to say. He's just absolutely been playing incredible. Um, I would like to see uh, the captain, Steven Stamkos, kind of, you know, kind of score an actual, you know, stereotypical goal, not like the one he had in last game where he, he was kind of falling over and he just threw his stick at the puck and, you know, it happened to go in. You know, I'm not discrediting that goal. Obviously, a goal is a goal. 
in the box score, no matter how you look at it. You know, he might score a little rinky-dink goal during during the game, but, you know, in, in the box score, you can play it off as a slap shot, top shelf. But I like to just see him get kind of get going. I like to see Yanni Gord kind of score some more, me be more involved, kind of kind of put some pucks on net and kind of score more goals going forward. And, of course, I would like to see Blake Coleman score tonight or at least be involved in one of the scoring plays just so he gets more acclimated to the team and, you know, he doesn't have to go a couple of games where he has, you know, he's not he's gone scoreless and he has that hangover because that's the last thing he needs, you know, coming into a new city, into a new team, and basically, you know, uprooting his life uh, after spending a couple of years in, in Jersey. But, you know what? Uh, he's a professional athlete. I'm sure he'll be fine here. Uh, everything I've read and heard about him, I'm super excited to have him on the team. I was a little skeptical at first just because of what the Lightning gave back in return, uh, that being Nolan Foote, their top prospect, as well as uh, the the conditional draft pick in the first round from they got from Vancouver from the JT Miller trade. But having, having read a lot about him, uh, I'm super excited to see the guy play. Uh, he's the kind of player that I enjoy watching. And so, you know, he gives you the best of both worlds with scoring goals as well as playing playing good old-fashioned grinded-out hockey with, you know, laying hits and just laying in front of pucks. So I'm super excited. And I'm sure you guys will as soon as you, you see him step on the ice tonight. But before we end the show here, I just wanted to touch a little bit up upon the, the trade deadline, which is Friday. Um, and if you listen to Locked On NHL, uh, I predicted that the Lightning, well, not so much predicted, but I, I spoke about how I, on my trade wish list, if the Lightning were to make a move, which I still don't think they needed to. But then again, I just went on about Blake Coleman being, Coleman being a, a very good player and I'm super excited to have him. So I don't mind. But at the same time, I don't think they needed to really make a move. But, but, uh, I, I wished for, if they were going to make a move, I had uh, Joe Thornton and Sammy Vanton as my top guys. And I was I was kind of close. I was kind of close being since uh, Sammy Vanton is on the Devils. So I was kind of in, in the ballpark of them making a trade with the Devils. But you know what? I'm not going to give myself credit for that. Uh, I don't think they're going to make another move. I don't think they need to just because, you know, I don't know. I don't know where you would put any incoming player on this roster just because at the same time you have to give away a player. And I don't think they should be giving away any more players just because, I mean, if you look at this at this team and especially the players that I named in the, the trade deadline preview, I named Alex Kalorn, who is playing incredible hockey, so they should not even consider trading him. Um, Andre Palat, who I think is playing very well also, and... Tyler Johnson, um, he's obviously playing well. Everybody on this team is playing well. So I think if, you know, if they were going to make a trade, which they did for Blake Coleman, I think that's the only trade they really need to make to just solidify the team, to have a guy who could play both ways and play very good defense. But And I think the Coleman trade took a lot of people by surprise just because I, I, I didn't see – I mean, I didn't – Blake Coleman wasn't even on my radar – for the lightning. So I would, and I would love to hear any, any of the hockey experts um, as to if they, if they had him on the lightning's radar as well, but 
then again, that's that's the that's the beauty of the trade deadline in any sport is that you know you always have those deals that you don't really see coming. But anyway, um, that's it for the show. If you're going to the game tonight, uh, I I suggest you go you go a little bit earlier to the to the arena just because the president is in town, so there'll probably be some traffic jams for that. But that's it. Uh, that's been it for Lock On Lightning, part of the Lock On Podcast Network. My prediction for tonight, 2-1. Let's go balls, everybody. Have a good one.